Also, you know, no, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> wow, that was like instant. Wow, that wasn't. <laughs> Oh, we're going to start. <laughs> we're just going to go into it, right? Well, I, I was just saying welcome oh, okay. to what? House of the Look Good for the Boys. House of the Look Good for the Boys. That sounds good. Sure. Yeah. Can we go with that? I mean, yeah. Why not? I just feel like Look Good for the Boys house sounds a little weird. Well, we had the Look Good for the Boys beach house. True, but that's a different thing. Camp Quigley. Mm-hmm. We had Quigley High. Which, wait, okay. So canonically... Is Quigley High the high school that we are planning the dance for? Yeah, I mean, of course, because okay. that's the high school we go to. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the, the Halloween Homecoming Dance Party Planning Committee is for Quigley High. Quigley High. That's all right. <laughs> I, love, I love this. Is this a never been kissed thing or a 21 Jump Street thing? <laughs> Neither, because we're in high school. Oh, yeah. We're age appropriate. <laughs> I forgot. We're teens. <laughs> we're cool teens. Uh, my hair is parted in the middle. Is that what they're doing now? Yeah. You've seen them. They dress like they're in the 90s now. Well, then it's, it's perfect. We know exactly yeah. what to do. <laughs> yeah. We fit right in with our baggy jeans. Our I'm going to go get a bowl cut for this. <laughs> I don't know if they're doing bowl cuts again. They're doing like like half mullet deals. I think mm. I, I was about know. to say that's hot, but that feels wrong to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing, nothing is hot. <laughs> no. Nothing is hot at Quigley High. No, House Hi. of Look Good for the Boys. House of Look Good for House of the Look Good for the Boys. Wait, the, but no. Yes. How is it a the? I don't know. It just sounds right. No, it doesn't. It sounds that's the exact opposite. House of the Look Good for the Boys. First of all, there's two thes in there. That's busy. Oh yeah, you can only ever use one the in a sentence. Well, this is not a sentence. This is a name. There's a difference. Okay, okay, fine. House of Look Good for the Boys. What about just Quigley House? Quigley House? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, because that's how it always is, right? It's Hull House, Hill House, Hell House. Quigley House. Tokunaga House. Quigley House. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is a long way around to say, hi, and welcome back to Look Good for the Boys. Hi. I'm Philip. I'm Andy. And this is the Halloween Homecoming Dance Party Planning Committee. The Party Planning Committee for the Halloween Homecoming Dance. We are in the thick, the thick, thick. Thick, thick. The sick, thick. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> the thick sick of spirit month this week we're doing ghosts Ooh. specifically haunted houses yeah not just any really. ghost yeah because you can't just have a ghost and call it good i mean a ghost right. needs a place to haunt mm -hmm. and that's where haunted house comes in but we're not just doing any haunted houses no right? no we're doing houses that are rotten <laughs> houses that were born bad yep or houses that something so bad happened in that they might as well have been born bad. Yeah. You know, it's a nature versus nurture kind of deal. And sometimes it doesn't matter which is which because the consequences are the same. Yeah. You know? 
What are you going to do? Rehabilitate the house in Juwan? I don't think so. No, no. Both these houses should be burned to the ground. Yes, yes. Okay, just to catch us up, just to recap where we're at, we've got this dance coming up on Halloween, duh. We need official Halloween figures for this dance, and mm-hmm. then, of course, for the after party. Yes. And we've got our witch, who is Thomason, Thomason from, from The, the witch. witch. The Vavitch. The Vavitch. And? We've got the Shadow Father, a.k.a. Harcourt. Harcourt, a.k.a. AKA Ender, a.k.a. the Grand Demon from... Um, Demon Wind. Yep. And then we have the beast is the cat we settled on from Lucio Fulci's The Black Cat. And he'll be accompanied by Brenda from Your Vice is a Locked Room and Only I Have the Key. (laughs) Of course. Because Brenda's, you need a cat wrangler. You Mm -hmm. can't just have a cat showing up on its own. That would be weird at a dance. You can't get the Uber. He doesn't have thumbs. Yeah. Okay. We've got our cat. We've got our witch. We've got our demon. Now we need our ghost. House. And our house. Oh, we need both. We need both. Because oh, okay. We joked at one point and said the after party is going to be at the Hull House. Mm-hmm. It's not. Because we need we need a place for the after party to be. Okay, so we're deciding where the after party is. So we're going to decide on that. We're going to decide who our official Halloween ghost is. So the films that we're looking at here are Juan the Grudge. The American remake. No, oh my God, I hate you. <laughs> the Japanese original 2002. And The Haunting. 1999. Oh my God, would you stop? Catherine Zeta-Jones. No, 1963's The Haunting. The Haunting, yes. Based on the novel The Haunting of Hill House by Shirley Jackson. Let's get into it. Let's talk about what these movies are about. Okay, so The Haunting. It's about a house. Is it? With What kind of house? It's big. It's real big. And there's ghosts and... Oh my God, what what are you doing right now? (laughs) Okay, Professor Markway. Professor, is it Robert? John. David. It's John. Remember? Because his wife is always like, John. John. And he's like, call me John to Eleanor. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's so inappropriate with Eleanor. Yeah. This study needs some... Some people keeping track of it. Yeah. Well, I have some things to say about that. But yeah, let's, first, yeah, let's just do the thing. Dr. Markway is conducting a study to prove that ghosts exist, to prove that there is life after death. Yeah. And he's doing it by inviting two women to a giant mansion. Without his wife. <laughs> Without his wife. And then he's chaperoned by the nephew or a grandson or whatever. I thought it was nephew. I think it's nephew. Yeah. Of the woman who owns the house. Right. Rightfully escorted because she immediately is like, well, this sounds inappropriate. So she does that before she knows it's two women going because he hadn't narrowed it down yet. Well, but she does ask. She's like, are there women on the list? And he said, yes. Yes. And she says, is your wife going? And And he says, no. But then you see him (laughs) narrowing down the list and it's like he's crossing all the men off. (laughs) No, he puts check marks next to all of them. It's just that nobody else comes. Yeah, but... Well, that's his story anyway. Yeah, that's that's his story. Mm -hmm. Anyway, they go to the house. You know, it's your typical haunted house. It is not your typical haunted house at all. I mean, it is in the ways that like, you know, bad shit happened at the house and people died in there and then it's haunted or whatever. Sort of. I mean, look, the house has stood for 90 years. And might, it might stand, stand for, for 90, 90 more. <laughs> but it was definitely born bad. I mean, they make that clear. And so the sh- bad shit that happens at this house happens because it was it's just a bad house. I mean, the house itself is constantly referred to as its own character. It's an it's alive almost. You know, yeah, it's an entity. It's also a maze. 
it's impossible to find your way around. Yeah, there's like time and space fuckery in it. There's well, it's mostly space. Mm. It's you know, it's it, there's like it's things defy physics. You go into one room and come out another. It's you know, it's that kind of a thing is going on here. I mean, it's not your typical haunted house of what you would see, I guess, at that time. And it's it's not your standard, you know, this guy murdered his wife and walled up his children or whatever, and so now there's just ghosts and they reenact whatever. It's more of an energy. It's more of a vibe <laughs> than than anything else. Yeah, doors close. Harps play themselves. And I would say it's an energy or vibe that's specifically trying to psychologically tear apart the people staying in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which and is super fun. It's a great, great time. So these characters, Dr. Markway, the yeah. nephew of the owner, Luke, Eleanor, who's not well, and Theo, who is also has some issues are all staying at this house to conduct this study. And, and things happen. Yeah, it doesn't go well for anybody. Eleanor loses her fucking mind. I mean, she started off not okay. She wasn't, look, Eleanor's in a in a bad place in life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and for a lot of good reasons that are outside of her control. Yeah, no, she, poor Eleanor didn't do anything to deserve the shit she mm-hmm. gets, but she also, like, doesn't react well to things. No. I mean, her whole thing is she doesn't feel like she belongs anywhere. She doesn't feel mm-hmm. like she has a home she has psychic powers. She has a traumatic history with her mother and with her sister as well. Her sister sucks. Her sister does suck. But also kind of like, I don't know, if you had to be around Nell that often, you would get real sick of her. <laughs> You'd be like, you are a fucking drag yeah, lady. Well, she is always at a six or above. Yeah. Like her baseline is high anxiety. Yeah, and a lot of, there's a lot of, like, martyrdom shit to her whole thing. There's a lot of, like, woe is me, look at me. Oh, for sure. And again, for good reason. Yeah, absolutely. But it would, it's still challenging to be around. I mean, her whole way of flirting is, like, that whole poor me thing. Yeah. With Dr. Mark Whaley. Yeah. Oh, coddle me, Dr. Markway. <laughs> She's got this she had a big crush on Dr. Markway. Yeah, it's a little aggressive. Yeah, and Theo. They have very sisterly vibes almost immediately <laughs> in a very unhealthy way. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'd use the word sisterly. I don't know. I At first I thought... Theo sucks. She's really mean. Oh, I love her. But then the more I watched, the more I was like, no, like if I were to run into these two and watch them interact, I would have assumed they've known each other for like 20 years and that they're Mm -hmm. related. Part of that is Theo is psychic. Yeah. So she has that instant connection. I think even beyond that, she just sees a woman like Eleanor and knows her whole thing. Yeah, for sure. And also knows exactly what her buttons are and elects to push them regularly. Because one thing, Theo is by at at the straightest. Yeah. <laughs> she is by. And I didn't, I guess I didn't realize how clear this movie makes that oh, for makes a 1963 very, movie. Very clear. Yeah. Yeah. That she is queer. Mm-hmm. Possibly like exclusively dates women. Right. Possibly. At least is currently in an active relationship with a woman. Because she refers to her, I forget what she said, but it's specifically about the person that she lives with and like avoids using pronouns and then Eleanor calls her out on it later. Yeah. Well, Eleanor you know. calls her like nature's mistake at yeah. one point. Yeah. <laughs> rude. Eleanor. Very rude, Eleanor. Well, that's the thing. This movie is, you know, you zoom out far enough. It's just about a bigot getting what they fucking deserve. <laughs> Yeah, fuck you, Eleanor. But I think that that's a big, another part of Theo's insight into Eleanor. And here's the thing. Theo does not use that insight responsibly. No, not at all. She is kind of shitty to Eleanor, but I think it's also partly like, oh, I know 
what you think of me. So fuck you. Mm-hmm. We're going to do this. But they also do care about each other. Yeah. They look out for each other. They protect each other. And that's why I see it as very sisterly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like they've known each other for their whole lives and they're very sick of each other, but they also will, you know, look out to the end yeah. for each other. When what happens happens, spoiler if you didn't figure it out or if you haven't seen the movie again, just fucking watch it. Eleanor dies. Yes. Because the house wants her. Yeah. <laughs> or she wants the house. Both. Who's I to mean... say which is more influential in what happens to Eleanor in the car? Really? She seemingly loses control of it and crashes and, yeah. and then dies. At the same spot where Hugh Crane's wife, who he built the house for, died mm-hmm. 90 years before. When that happens, though, everybody's kind of like, well, she wanted to be here. <laughs> They'll move on really fucking quick. But that's interesting because, you know, that's the only casualty of the house that we see in the... In the present in the storyline. In the storyline of yeah. the film. You know, we see the, the nursemaid, the woman that's taking care of... The caregiver, I guess you would yeah, say. the caregiver hangs herself after Abigail Abby Crane. dies in yep. bed. We see, the, you know, Hugh Crane's first wife crash yeah. and die. So there are other deaths, but in this storyline, in this diegetic reality, like one person dies as a result of the house. And... That contrasts sharply <laughs> with the other movie. Where I think everybody dies. I think every like major character dies. Yeah. You know what? There's one character who has a lot of screen time that is in the sequel. It's the only character that's actually in both the original and the sequel, as far as I know. Which character? Chiharu, who is one of Izumi's school friends. Not the first shitty group of friends. Well, yeah, because they die. Because they die. But Chihara, who's one of Izumi's friends that brings the photos to her. Yep. Okay. She's in Juan the Grudge 2. Well, since we're talking about it. Yes. Juan so, the Grudge. 2002, Takashi Shimizu. It's about a house. <laughs> it's about a house in <laughs> Tokyo. Yeah. The Tokunaga house. So it, it's divided up by chapters based around characters, and it jumps around in time a lot. So mm-hmm. I think just for summary purposes, oh, gosh. we could say that something really bad happens in the house. You already kind of mentioned this. Yes. That creates this, quote, grudge. Yes. And anybody who steps in this house will be infected It'd by be this infected grudge. infected by this, this grudge curse. And it will follow them until it kills them. Yeah. And then anyone that they interact with is also at risk. Yeah, not 100%, Yeah, but yeah, at risk. Yeah, I think there's one person in this film who doesn't go into the house, but has shit happen to them. The security guard. The security guard is the one character who doesn't go into the house and is and has the curse brought to him and dies as a result. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bunch of vignettes. Yeah, there's no central character. It just is following a string of connected incidents of people interacting with this house. Yeah. The first character that we meet is Rika, yeah. who is, I think, as close to a protagonist as we Agreed, get. for sure, yeah. She takes up, I think, the most significant amount of screen time. She goes to this house because she's a volunteer at the Office of Social Welfare. Yeah. And a, a hired, employed social worker has gone to check on this house and has disappeared. But someone needs to go check on Sachie, the, the, the old, old woman, woman who lives yeah. there. Poor Sachie. Poor Sachie. And I love, I, I don't want to get into it too much. I love Rika. Yeah, she's, she's great. She's so sweet. She's so nice. I love her hair. It's super cute. It's super cute. I love her little hemp necklace with like a stone woven into it. Mm-hmm. It's great. I like her German supermarket t-shirt. She's a great person. She has that moment where she's like grossed out by the house, you know, mm-hmm. and by Satie, but then like sees, oh, this woman doesn't have anyone taking care of her. I need to help. 
And she goes above and beyond her duties. She does. And she survives for a while. Yeah. We get quite a while. Wh- I mean, quite a while. Like multiple years later, I think, right? Yeah. That she. Where ca- the grudge catches up with her. Finally catches up with her. Yeah, there's no getting away from it. No. <laughs> That's the thing. There's no getting away from it. Yeah. And yeah, so many people die. Yeah. So there's Rika, there's Sachie's son, Katsuya, and his wife, Kasumi, mm-hmm. who both die. Yep. There is. Are, are, do you want to go in order? Is that what we're doing? I'm trying to figure this out. There's Hitomi, who is Katsumi. is the sister of Katsuya's sister. Sachie's daughter. Yes. There's Toyama, who is the... The cop. Yuji Toyama, who is the cop, who's the one person that's like, okay, this house has to go. Yep. He tries he to tries. burn the house down. And then he fails. He fails. Uh, do his superiors that come in to save him die there? Yes. Yes, they do. Because he actually, in that moment, he gets away and they die there. And then Does. he dies later. He dies later. There's Yuji's daughter, Izumi. Izumi, yeah. Izumi, who... She goes there with her friends and her friends die and she leaves. And somehow keeps the curse at bay by putting newspaper up on her windows and not going anywhere. But then that gets fucked yeah. and she dies. And then there's Mariko, who is Rika's friend, who dies because she's a teacher. And for some reason, ghost Toshio has been going to school, which brings us to Toshio. Yeah. This is the inciting incident. Yeah. He's the child of the grudge. Yeah. So he's Kayako. Kayako and mom. Yeah, Kayako's his mom, and Takio is his father. And they are the Sayakis. And what happened was apparently Takio thought Kayako was cheating on him, murdered her, murdered their cat, connection to last week's episode. Because it is a black cat. It's a black cat. And then he murders his son, Mm -hmm. Toshio. So this is what incited the curse of the grudge i hope you wrote all those names down because there will be a quiz later yeah there's going to be a test there's a test before the dance there always is <laughs> there's always a test on the same day as the dance it's yeah. super frustrating it is i hate it god quickly high sucks <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah that's that's kind of the rundown of that film so before you get into what these films have in common they have uh, a lot in common actually i mean they do but one thing i thought of that they don't is that so in the haunting Everybody who dies there at that house stays. Yes. In Juan the Grudge, everybody who stays there at that house dies. Yes. So it's kind of like the well, flip side. Yeah, it's an inverse because that's the whole thing is that Eleanor dies because she wants to be there. She wants to be a part of this house. Yeah. Everyone in Juan is trying to get away from this fucking house, but the house is like, no, bitch. Mm-mm. I'm following you home. Yeah. I got fingers. I'm dressing <laughs> my fingers far. up like your friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone that dies in Hill House stays in Hill House. Everyone that stays in Tokunaga House dies in Tokunaga House. Or d- dies, just dies. <laughs> yeah. Or, d- yeah, yeah, yeah. They just die wherever they go. Yeah. They don't die there necessarily. Mm-hmm. Or Hitomi died in her bed. Wow. That's the one. <laughs> that's the one that got me the most, I think. Really? Yeah. When I was a kid. Or, when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Christ. I was not a kid when this You're movie not, came no. out. You know what's really was really fascinating to me this watch around with Ju on the Grudge in particular is that because it, it's been probably fifteen years since I've seen it oh. is that just the the sheer number of things in that movie that when I had watched it back in the early two thousands was the first time I'd ever seen anything like that and how many times I've seen it since oh in yeah other films yeah 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 J horror baby J horror mm, fucking yeah. changed the game and this movie specifically yeah you know the the ring and you know Ringo gets a whole lot of credit for it and it should it's kind of the one that kicked off the worldwide interest but this movie it i think solidified a lot it's also there are 13 feature films 
in the Juan series. Well, okay, we have to count the American films. Oh, do we? Because, well, when you, when you talk about the Juan films, you do include the American remakes, I think. Okay. The, well, the American remake, the sequel to the, and the two sequels to the remake, and then the reboot of the remake that came out last year that I did not watch. I keep forgetting that that was a thing. So there's 13 feature films in that series. That's nuts. That's, including that's the American films. That's a lot films. of films. It's a lot. There's Juan the Curse, Juan the Curse 2, <laughs> Juan the Grudge, Juan the Grudge 2, The Grudge, The Grudge 2, The Grudge 3, Juan Black Ghost, Juan White Ghost, Juan Final something, Final Curse, I think it might be called. I don't have a list in front of me, but there's tons of these movies. And there's a number of them I have not seen. But I think I've seen most of them by now. I've seen none. Except the first, obviously. Yeah. Well, and the remake. And the remake. But the first remake, not the sequel. Yeah. So, okay. You should see the Netflix series. Oh, and I really want to. Juan Origins. I think it's great. The Haunting also has a Netflix series. Indeed it does. <laughs> that, and I have seen that. So they have that in common, <laughs> where they both have Netflix series. Okay. Both films begin with this meditation on death and like the nature of a haunting Mm-hmm. You know, with the Juan, you get the written words of, you know, about the rage curse, which is mm-hmm. the curse of one who dies in a powerful rage. In the grip of a powerful rage. Yes, in the grip of a powerful rage. It gathers and takes effect in the places that person was alive. Those who encounter it die, and a new curse is born. And then the haunting, of course, begins with that whole beautiful Yeah, the thing. best yeah. opening monologue ever. Silence lay heavy. Against the wood and stone of Hill House. And whatever walked there. Walked alone. Walked alone. Yeah. Sorry, both films open more or less with shots of the house and uh, little little bits of the bad past acts that influenced the haunting of the house. Mm-hmm. In that recap of the bad shit that happened, both movies, it's an abusive dad and a scared kid is what we're looking at. Both films feature a significant staircase. The Haunting, in fact, has two significant staircases, and uh, Jew on the Grudge has one. Jew on the Grudge 2 has another significant staircase, but that's not admissible. Both, <laughs> both movies have an old lady character who needs a caregiver. Both movies uh, have a protagonist, at least one protagonist, who has cared for the elderly. Both films have a pretty cool mirror bit in them. Both films feature uh, a protagonist reacting very similarly to the house in like having a stop and whoa moment where Rika and Juan the Grudge, like when she's walking up to the house and it's a regular old looking house, she just like freezes in her tracks. And then Nell, when she sees Hill House, she has this whole like, I could just leave right now. I should leave. Vile, disgusting, whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's what they have in common, aside from inspiring Netflix series. (laughs) Yeah. And kind of both like being meditations on loss and mortality and, you know, guilt. I will say the houses themselves are very different. Well, so yeah, the houses themselves are very different. And one thing I found interesting is that in Juan, that you really do get a sense of the geography of the house and it doesn't make it any less terrifying. In fact, if anything, it kind of makes it more claustrophobic. Both houses are very claustrophobic, despite Mm -hmm. the fact that Hill House is gigantic. But Hill House is claustrophobic because you can't get a sense of it at all. So you're always feeling like you're trapped in whatever room you're in. Whereas Juan is claustrophobic because you very quickly get a sense of the house and it feels too small. It feels like you can't go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's interesting because in all of the different iterations of Juan, even in Origins where it's like a different story, Mm -hmm. it's the same house. Always? Yeah. Wow. Well, 
I should clarify there are a few of these entries I have not seen, but in all of the ones I've seen, the central house is the same house. And it's an, it's not a big house. No, it, it's, it's not. It's quite small, actually. Yeah. I mean, it's two-story, but it's... But, you know, in the first story, you just have the entryway and then sort of a living and then a dining area and mm-hmm. then a kitchen. Yeah. And then the second floor is just, what, two bedrooms? Two bedrooms, I think, yeah. And then the attic. Oh, that attic. Yeah, that oh attic. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stay out of that. Hey, yeah. here's a tip. Stay out of that fucking attic, everybody. I mean, stay out of the house. Really don't go into the house. <laughs> <laughs> really just don't go into yeah. the house. I mean, but if you go in there, don't go in the attic. Definitely don't go in yeah. the attic. If you see a closet door that's taped up, don't open it. What are you doing? If you hear any cats meowing, don't follow that's the sound. That's not a good kitty. That's not a good kitty. Don't you, open that door. If you see a little boy, don't chase after him. <laughs> oh, man. Doshio. <laughs> Yeah, so the houses are very different. Hill House does, every time it's that movie's been made, I think it's a different house. Every time that story's been told on mm. screen, it's been a different house. The 63 house is my favorite. For sure. Easily. But it doesn't have the benefit that Juan, the Tokunaga house has, where it's like super instantly recognizable. Having said that, if we're talking about, and I believe we are, which of these houses we're going to be going to after the dance mm-hmm. for the after party... It's got to be Hill House, right? I mean, it, it has to be because the other one kills you. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going to die. Yeah, and we don't want that. We no. don't want everybody coming to the after party to die. No, we don't. Or do we? I mean, maybe it's Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's the fun part. But the unfun part about the Tokunaga house is that people die, like, not always at the house. They might die after, you know? So if, if we're going to make a ha- like a party where everybody dies, we should make it at the house you know at the party people should die at the party not just like days or years later yeah 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 you know (laughs) (laughs) fucking 12 years later you're at work and like you look you hear this uh, and you look up and you're like ah shit kayako's fucking crawling (laughs) and you're just like ah is this because of the party i went to 12 years ago shit (laughs) fuck I knew I wasn't supposed to go to that. It's party. like it's like when they draw when they take the money out <laughs> for your rent, you know, later than you expect. Like you check your <laughs> bank account and you're like, oh yeah, I'm good. And it's because they haven't taken rent out yet or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate that. Yeah. That's what that's that's the qu- equivalent right there. Yeah. That's the Juan curse there. That shit that you didn't remember was gonna come back to haunt you comes back to fucking haunt you. Yeah, that's the worst, man. Mm-hmm. No, let's not do that. Yeah, we can't have it there. Yeah. We can't have the party there. Yeah, Hill House will at least just psychologically destroy anybody who comes inside it. Yeah, and it's just big. And, you know, you, you want a lot more rooms. You got the room with the statues. You got, I mean, stay out of the nursery, right? We're like, nobody go yeah. in the, the nursery's the coat room. Don't even go near the nursery. It's not the coat room. We just keep the door shut <laughs> yeah, and have tape across it. Yeah. Uh, the staircase, we got to rope that off. Yeah, because that thing's gonna collapse. That thing's any day. dangerous. Yeah, we can't we can't have people go go dancing on the fucking staircase. It's not gonna work out. Mm-hmm. Although Luke does say he's gonna turn the library into a nightclub. That would be a fun nightclub. You just have to replace the staircase first. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, tear down the staircase or rope it off or whatever. Just nobody's allowed on the staircase. I mean, I feel like if we're gonna have the party at Hill House, that we need to just rope off most of the house. <laughs> Because the minute you go into another room, you're lost. I don't know. That's kind of the fun, though, right? Oh, you want people to get lost in Hill I'd rather they get lost than get uh, fucking vaporized or pulled into nothing by Kayako or somebody. So we just have to have a lawyer who helps us create a very strong liability waiver.
favor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that was going to happen whatever house we went no, to. No, for sure, for sure. Oh, you know what? I just remembered something else they have in common. What? This is a little fact, a little tidbit. So Russ Tamblin is in The Haunting, mm-hmm. right? He's yeah. Luke. His daughter, Amber Tamblin, is in The Grudge 2. in The too. Grudge too. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Another thing I just remembered that's not so great about the uh, Tokunaga house. What? There's a lot of weird stains everywhere. Yeah, well... <laughs> In Juon Origins, there's like shit stains. Oh, there is in this movie too. Oh, well, yeah, that's, that's right. What, that's, that's what right. at least two yeah. of those stains are. That's right. Yeah, they are shit stains. There's shit stains, pee stains, blood stains. Yeah. They got a kid, so probably lots of like juice stains. Yeah. There's and you, can't, you never know which one is which. Yeah. It's it's a messy house. Like, is, and I don't want to be one of those house. people. Like, I get it. You're a ghost with kids, you know, mm-hmm. and pets. It's hard to keep it clean. If you're a working ghost, especially, a single working ghost, trying to raise a ghost kid and his ghost cat it's impossible on your own on a well, ghost salary while you're trying to kill economy? anybody who comes into your house yeah that's i mean look yeah that's a lot kayako's working overtime yeah, okay? way overtime she has to go track down anybody who comes into her house and kills them so i get it she doesn't have someone taking care of the house that's why she keeps calling social welfare to come over <laughs> and do it for her. <laughs> she can't keep it clean and i again i don't judge her for that no but it's just we're not going to have the party there we're going to have it at the hill house yeah. where Hello, the two greatest caretakers in movie fucking history, the Dudleys, my favorite. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to say it again. Oh, my God. One more time. Oh, my God. (laughs) Fucking wow. Dudley the caretaker went right off the bat. Right off the bat. What do you want? (laughs) And then just question after question. Who says? Who buy? You better come back later. I just love him. And of course, when Eleanor says, you know, there's, so you mean to tell me there's no one else in there? And he just looks at her and goes, smiles and goes, no one you'd like to see. (laughs) He's the greatest. I also love that he knew, he knew they were coming. He knew Eleanor (laughs) was on that. Like there's four people coming to this house. He knows who they are. He is literally just fucking with her. Yeah. And it's great. Like he's, (laughs) no one you'd want to see. Don't you think (laughs) we get me and the wife have it? Pretty much just about how we want. Yeah, I mean, he's—they're both playing mind games yeah. because they can, and and they make it very clear that from the you know from the first that you meet them, they're like, we do what we want because nobody else will do yeah. our jobs. It's kind of like when you and me worked at the movie theater. <laughs> totally it's is. Like, what are you gonna do? Fire us? Yeah. Fucking try it. Yeah. You can't you run this place never. without us. <laughs> yeah, that's what I love about that's... the Dudleys. They know their worth. I just look in this day and age with the way that the you know employment culture is mm-hmm. as knowing your as worth gotten. knowing your worth is huge and exploiting it yeah. because they're still doing their jobs yeah they're not slacking off no they're just having fun with it yeah but they're expecting you to understand this is how I do my job yeah like the dinners that Mrs. Dudley makes they look are great. amazing they yeah. look so delicious I mean, when nobody's there for her to get her dinner she's like hey I put the dinner out at fucking 10 this is what I do I do it every day. What are you doing? Having this conversation right now. It's it's food time. Right. I'm doing my job and then I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. Suppose they told you that in the city. Think you're so smart. <laughs> Think you know everything. <laughs> and then, yeah, Mrs. Dudley's just hurt in the night, in the dark. Yeah. And the smile. No one lives any closer than that. <laughs> no one will come any nearer than that. In the night, in the dark, 
and her smile. Oh. Especially the second time she gives her little speech when Nell kind of chimes in about it. She's like proud. She's, she's like, like, oh, you listened. She's like, <laughs> but it's also like her face is also like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You know it. Yeah. Now fucking. You know no one's in- nearby. Internalize that. Understand what that yeah, means. Scream all you want. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. So yeah, we got to have the party there because we're going to ask the Dudleys to clean up the Tokunaga house. They're no, not, they, like, won't. They, won't they won't do, do it. that. And Mrs. Dudley's going to make a great feast for the party. Oh my God, the food. Yeah, she's going to set out the food. Mm, yeah, Mr. Dudley can open the gates <laughs> can, <laughs> and he, terrorize the guests as they come in. Yeah, anytime someone comes to the party, I'm supposed to come to the party. Who says? <laughs> and you know what? That's part of the experience. Yeah. That's what you get coming You mean to nobody's house. at the party yet? No one you'd want to see. <laughs> He'll say that even when everybody's there. I hope he says that specifically about me. (laughs) So yeah, so Hill House is obviously we're having the party, but like we also need an official ghost. And the problem with the haunting of Hill House and the problem with the haunting, no ghosts really. Technically there's one. There's, well, hey, there's also a ghost dog. Another thing the two have in common. Oh yeah, that's right. Juan has ghost kitties. Haunting has ghost doggies. There's a ghost dog. There's maybe a ghost kid. Which In the haunting? Yeah, there's I the mean, sound of the child voices, but that doesn't make any sense because Abigail didn't die as a child in that house. She died as an old lady. Yeah, well, in any of the haunting stuff, like the knocking and the giggling and the laughing and the, the, the whispers. Wailing, the weird, like, sort of almost biblical preaching sounding voice that you were supposed to, I think, is assume as Hugh Crane, but Hugh Crane did not die in the house. Right. So I don't think he's there. I I really just think that's the house fucking with Yeah, him. it's the house doing the, like, this is what you think about me, so this is what you're going to get. It's like a bad attitude. It's like, oh, this is what you, it's like doing, it's like Eminem. It's like fucking, if this is what you, th- I am whatever you think I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what the house is. It's just like, oh, this is, this is the story you know about me. That's the impression I'm going to do. But there is for sure one ghost in that house at the end of the film. Oh, Eleanor, for Eleanor, sure. Eleanor, yeah. because she's doing the final voiceover. Yeah. You know, after she dies as, you know, a new member of the house. That's fine. I'm fine with Eleanor being the ghost in the house. You know, she's probably not going to party, but maybe she relaxed a little bit. Maybe she learned how to chill after she died. Plus, I don't know, the the noises of the pounding, that book with all the weird demon torture stuff in it is fun. It's great. But there's no real, like, ghosty ghost, ghost ghost-like ghost. True. We don't have, like, a ghost that can wear the sash. And I'm thinking... We got to bring Kayako in. Oh, God. She causes a lot of problems. She does. But I think that if she's not in the Tokunaga house when people meet her. Do you think that makes all the difference? Yeah. Well, you know how it is when, like, you know, you go to somebody's house and it's kind of like you're in their space. So they feel weird and you can tell they fucking feel weird, but they won't say it. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can tell, like, everything you do is wrong. Like. Oh, should, should I not sit there? Is that so-and-so seat? Like, it, it's weird. But then, like, you get them out of the house, and they're, like, fun. Okay, you I know? get you. That, that's a possibility. Yeah. It's a gamble. She yeah. could just be like, well, now that I'm out, I'm still going to kill everybody. I don't know if she can. Oh, like, her power doesn't extend to people who haven't like, been I in feel, the house? I feel like well, maybe the, the Hill House energy might cancel out Kayako's ability. Mm-hmm. Possibly. It's a gamble. It's a risk I'm willing to take. I'd consider that. Because what are the sure. ghosts you're going to invite? You can't invite fucking Toshio. For yeah, one, he's a what? kid. The yeah. party's going to go past his bedtime. Yeah. There's already a cat. Yeah, you can't invite two cats. I don't feel like Toshio's going to come without his cat, and we can't have another cat there. Right. You know, it's going to cause problems. There's one cat, and it's Beast. So. so let me ask you some questions. Okay. So first of all, and I feel like the mythology of Hill House has gotten conflicted with the you know remake and series, but... Mm-hmm. 
Do you get the sense from either the book or the 1963 film that everybody who dies there is now a part of Hill House? Or is it just Eleanor? Because the the series has the whole like kind of murder house American Horror Story style where it's like anybody who dies in that house, in the confines of that house, now lives in that house. I think that, you know, Shirley Jackson's novel and Robert Wise's film are both leaning very heavily on the ambivalent, the ambiguous, the obscure The kind of vague that the house maybe doesn't, they don't live in the house, but the house maybe absorbs them. Mm. Like it's like a Borg kind of deal. And the house's ghost vibe just assimilates the vibes of whatever people die there. Yeah. Possibly. Eleanor really does belong to something now. Yeah. Like in like a very like hive sense. Yeah. You know, (laughs) it's kind of like what the aliens and the faculty wanted maybe or. Right. You know, the, the body snatchers maybe even to a degree. But I, I just get this sense that it's more about like the idea of, you know, like what, when, what people talk about when they talk about the universe and the afterlife being like an energy or something. You mm-hmm. know, maybe it's that. Maybe that's what Hill House is. Okay. Interesting. Um, but like obviously malevolent. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It does not have anybody's best interest at heart. No. Which is kind of another thing that I don't like about the series is that it tries to turn that into a... An unambiguously positive message. Yeah. Whereas with Jackson's novel and the Wise film, it's it's like, yeah, there might be something bittersweet and poetic here about like the nature of loneliness and you know how like if you feel alienated, you have to find a, a place that's also alienated to feel a sense of belonging. But it's certainly not like yay, <laughs> you know. Right. The ending of the Haunting of Hill House series, as well as you know, and it's the exact, almost the exact same ending as the season one American Horror Story Murder House. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. is like this happy family together. Well, we all died here, but at least we get to stay together. And it's like, no, that's not happy. That is not a happy <laughs> ending. You're trapped for eternity in the confines of one house yeah. with your family. I mean, there's a thing I like about that. I think it works better in Horror Story than it does in Hill House because, you know, Horror stories it's a different animal. It's not trying to talk about addiction and grief and, well, I mean, it, it, it kind of is. Yeah, but, but in a, not pretending to be as deep about no, it. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I will give American Horror Story a little, a tiny, tiny nugget of credit <laughs> in that in the new series, The American Horror Stories, it revisits Murder House and then it actually does as much as it sucks. Yeah. And the Murder House stuff is terrible. It at least gives a sense that like, this is not rosy. This is not a good existence. Oh, okay. Nobody here likes this. Oh, I gotcha. So it's like a JK. This yeah. sucks. It is. It's very much a JK. This sucks. <laughs> okay. Well, I like that. I mean, it's, it's still. I haven't watched it. it. They're terrible. Don't. I've only finished like a couple seasons of American Horror Story. I've se- I've finished season one, season two. I guess season three is the witches, the coven, right? Yep. And then Freak Show. I never finished Freak Show. And then Hotel. I never finished Hotel. And then Roanoke. I never finished Roanoke. I liked cult. Roanoke. I just never finished it. I never finished Cult. I never finished Apocalypse. I never finished 1984. Do you even like horror? No, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. American Horror Story isn't horror. American Horror Story is... Uh, doesn't like horror no it It doesn't understand horror red tide man i don't want to go off on a huge tangent here but red tide really looked like it got it for the longest time and then the finale was just like oh nope ryan murphy's gonna ryan murphy because ryan murphy can only ryan murphy and that's the problem (laughs) with ryan murphy shows is he just ryan murphy's all over him stop ryan murphy (laughs) 
And that is it. That I mean, it it really is every single part of American Horror Story is just like you didn't really know what you were where you were going yeah. with this. Yeah, and that's I mean, it's interesting to bring this up because there's a lot of haunted house movies that kind of do Hell House. Hell House is a little more cut and dry. The changeling, the the haunting turns out to not really be necessarily related to the house. As I mean, there was an, an inciting incident in the house, but the consequences of it extend outside. Well, not the consequence. The source of it is traceable outside of the house. Like it's, you don't, it doesn't need to be, although it does burn down. Look. Amityville, okay. it's the house. I don't even count fucking Amityville. Though, really? Because it's not haunted. It's possessed. True. Technically, Hull House is also possessed, not haunted. Yes, that is true. Yeah. But Hull House is not obnoxious about it. I mean, a lot, in a, a lot of ways, the haunted house idea is very much about often very much about like bringing new people into the fold bringing new people into yeah the haunted mansion mm -hmm. has that whole like there's 999 happy haunts and there's room for one more you know kind of a deal right so it's a theme it's a familiar theme to the haunted house blueprint look are there any other go i mean i i think kayako's the one i feel like she's our only option okay so we got our ghosts and we got our after party house you know what i realized andy what is that as I was watching The Haunting, you are such an Eleanor and I am such a Theo. You bitch. And you know where, where this realization came to me? You <laughs> fucking asshole. I am not an Eleanor. You are such an Eleanor. It's my car. It's half my car and I mean to take it. I'm expected. I'm expected. <laughs> I mean, I do want stone lions. I uh, do have my entire life felt like I don't belong anywhere. Well, okay. So where I realized that you're Eleanor and I'm Theo is when they're talking about their fears and Eleanor says that hers is, she says, I've always been more afraid of being left alone or left out than things that, the, that go bump in the night. I was like, well, yeah, that's Andy. Um, and then Theo says, I'm afraid of not, of knowing what I really want. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I can relate to that. I mean, I think I have, I think we both have a little bit of both. Because I also definitely like being left alone a lot. Yeah. I, I think mean, the idea of the ultimate being left alone. Right. Eleanor is for sure more of an introvert. You know, I think that she's just never really belonged to anything. And that's why she acts the way she does. Because she doesn't even know how to really interact with people anymore. That's, I know how I'm to not interact saying, with people, I'm not Philip. saying that that part. <laughs> that part I'm not saying right. is you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I have some Eleanor qualities. I have some Markway qualities. Out of the four of them, though, I think you are the most Eleanor. Maybe. Yeah, probably. On the, on the ETML scale. <laughs> <laughs> really, though, I mean, I'm Dudley the caretaker, I think, more than anything else. Does that make me... You better come back later. <laughs> the, oh, yeah, you're, you're Mrs. Am Dudley. Am I Mrs. Dudley, <laughs> then? Mrs. Dudley. You kind of are. Yeah. I'm like Theo Dudley. You are kind of Mrs. Dudley. Yeah, I'm Eleanor Dudley. <laughs> You are kind of a Theo Dudley because, yeah, you've got the Theo, the, you know, jet-setting party. By the way, Theo and Luke, the way that they are both dressed. I love all of the outfits in The Haunting. They're fantastic. Everyone is dressed so amazing. I mean... I want Eleanor's nightgown. I want oh, yeah, it so <laughs> Her nightgown. It looks, looks so great. comfy. Yeah. <laughs> I like Luke's sweater, that cardigan he's got, like, white cardigan deal he's got going on. And, of course, Theo's Any outfit. Any of her outfits. All of them with their pushed-up sleeves. It's, yeah, they're great. They all look so cool. Theo fashion is a mood. It's yeah. like a whole thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, she has to come to the party. Yeah. But she's just a guest. I mean, she didn't die. She's not no, a no, ghost. No, no, she's no. Just she's coming. just coming to yeah. the party. Yeah, it's not a big deal. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. But you are Mrs. Dudley in so many ways because it, you very much are the like, this is what I do and this is when I do it. And I expect you to fucking get on board. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. 
I put out dinner at six. Yeah. I'll clear the dishes in the morning. I lay out breakfast. It will be cleared at 10 (laughs) a.m. And I'm Mr. Dudley in that I'm the guy that's like, come back later. I don't want to deal with you right now. (laughs) You're on no schedule. And if you want to come in, I'm going to make you earn it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to give you shit for a while. I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. And I'm going to, and then I'm going to be like vaguely insulted by your existence. Okay. The Dudleys. The Dudleys. So are they coming to our dance or are they just taking care of the after party? I mean, I want them to chaperone the dance, but I also feel like they don't want to, you know? Yeah, no, they they would. I don't think they'd agree to it. (laughs) They wouldn't come to the party either because it's at night. Yeah, right. They'll just get it ready and they'll clean it up in the morning. Yeah, they'd be like, eh, we don't, yeah, Mrs. Dudley will put all the food out. Mr. Dudley will put all the decorations up. And then they're fucking gone. Yeah. And we're not going to see him at the party. No, that's true. Yeah. It's so funny to me, too. We talk about, like, Hill House. Only one person in that story dies. Juwan. At the end of that movie, if you haven't seen this, if you don't watch the sequels, the end of that movie kind of implies that all of Tokyo gets wiped out by this curse eventually. That it, like, spreads like a pandemic. Oh, because there's just so and many just kill- missing posters. There's like all those missing posters fucking everywhere on these empty streets. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, wow, that house really it, it put <laughs> its work in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had that thought when uh, Sochie dies, the old lady, mm-hmm. and all of those paramedics and police come in. Oh. It's like a house full of people. There's a, You see a shot of at least, I, I would guess, like 10 people. Yeah. And like, wow, all of those all people. All those people are going to die. And, and the movie basically tells you that they do. You know, yeah. The movie's constantly referencing people that you just saw enter the house, being like, well, that person was just found dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> there's a lot of that. Yeah, there's a lot of This person's been missing for three days. But Juwan also has a really rich sound design. And there's this wailing sound that plays into both because... That's the thing. There's that, you know, the recognizable, like, croaking sound. Uh, uh, I used to do that all the time to a certain ex, and it drove her fucking nuts. She hated that, it. I would hate it, too. <laughs> that's no dig at her. That's just no, legitimately just, yeah, awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a thing that I should apologize for, honestly. <laughs> I didn't mean that to be like, my stupid ex. Like, no, like, I'm hi, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> it still is kind of funny, though. This is also why I'm half Mr. Dudley. Yes, absolutely, yeah. But Kayako also has this like almost like digitized moaning sound underneath her whole thing that is really creepy and interesting, and I love it. And it's kind of has a similar quality to the some of the murmuring in The Haunting. But a, a thing about Juan that was kind of revolutionary at the time was that Shimizu was showing these ghosts. He was having live actors on camera, not digitally inserted, but just there on, on location, playing ghosts, which was not a thing anybody... In Japan, most filmmakers were not doing that at that time. So it was it was interesting, because like you see the ghosts and their people, whereas in The Haunting, it's not, well, we're not doing that. So it's two different schools of thought as far as what to show here. Then, interesting. They're both effective. Incredibly. Yeah. These both films are master classes in both schools of hauntings, you know? Yeah. How to Scare People, 101, mm-hmm. The Haunting and Juan the Grudge. Well, and also, I would say, and for... Again, very different reasons. They're both masterclasses in how to trust your audience. In that, Juan is just is very complex in in its structure. Yeah. But it doesn't ever really spell things out for you. It just it expects you to keep up with it. And the haunting, it just a lot is implied. You know, so it expects you to fill in the gaps. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> they both ask you to make connections in different ways. Yeah. But it never. Neither film holds your hand in any way. No, who was holding my hand? <laughs> Somebody. 
So, okay, yeah, where we're at now, we got our party next week to look forward to. Yeah. Wait, but first, oh I have a question for you. No. Do you remember when I changed Fuck, Mary Kill? Yeah. And I added a fourth option? Yeah. And it was ignore? Yeah. you could ignore one of the options? Uh-huh. Okay. Sure. So. <laughs> Who says? Fuck, Mary Kill, Ignore. Dr. Markway, Eleanor, Theodore, Luke. Mm, Theodora, so sorry. That's so tough. Is it? You can't marry Dr. Markway. No, he's not very trustworthy. No. He was gonna cheat on his wife with Eleanor. I don't I don't know if he was. I think most of Markway's thing was like pity with a little bit of like, oh, this woman's into me. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But like I don't know if he was gonna act on it. Okay, he was at least getting off on on the Well the for sure. Yeah, for sure. But also like, you know, I don't know, have a conversation, Markway. Talk to your wife about this. No, it's honestly very tough. Yeah, because I, I would fuck all of them, actually. I Yeah, I'd fuck all of them. Mm-hmm. Any single one of them. Easily. Easily. I think I'm marrying Eleanor. Really? You would yeah. marry Eleanor? Because you would feel needed <laughs> I the mean, whole time. Yeah, and some. <laughs> I feel like you're never going to be enough for Theo. No. I don't think anyone is enough for Theo. I, I don't think Theo ever should get married to anybody. Yeah. Because that person would never be happy. Yeah. Luke, he's cute. Mm-hmm. He's stylish. He's got money. Yeah. But I'm marrying Luke. He's also an asshole. I'm for sure marrying Luke. I don't even care. Okay. <laughs> well, you have fun. You know what? I can see it, though. Mm-hmm. Honestly, now that I think about it, I could see marriage. I could see it worth being working at with any of them. I think with Markway and Theo, it's doomed to fail. Right. I think with Luke, you got a chance, maybe. Probably not, but it's there. I don't think I could deal with... No, I don't think I could deal with Eleanor's baggage. Here's the thing about her. I think you get her out of that house with her sister. She starts going to therapy. You get a house with stone lions out front. (laughs) You know, it's not much, but it's home. Okay, if you help her to put all of that work in, yes, that could be an incredible marriage. But I don't know if I have that in me. Yeah, but she also has proven that she can take care of someone. True. You know, you run that risk of her conflating, you know, being there for you and supporting you with like an obligation that she resents because that's the attachment she has to it from her mother. Mm -hmm. But if she's in regular therapy, she will hopefully unpack that. She's Exactly. If she's in regular therapy, she's working on her boundaries with her sister. She's got a car that's her own. (laughs) She's got a place to go that's her own. You know, maybe every once in a while she has lunch with Theo and they catch up and it's nice Mm -hmm. and they're a little shitty to each other, but it's fine. I think Eleanor's great. You get all that going for her. Yeah, I could see that. Whereas Luke is, he's a carnivorous biped. (laughs) (laughs) Carnivorous biped. Yeah, yeah. With a strong instinct for self-preservation. I love it. I'm so into it. Yeah, that's fun. Well, look, you marry Luke. I marry Nell. We both fuck Theo and kill Markway. Is that what's happening? (laughs) That's absolutely what's happening. Because how do you not fuck Theo? I'm sorry. Yeah, you have to. Like Theo knows how to fuck. Oh, for sure. Probably better than anyone else in that movie. Theo is a proto-cream queen. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say Theo's just a cream queen. I feel like Theo came about in a time where cream queens didn't exist. Yeah. You know, so she kind of... For like, some reason, I think of cream queen as like a later Yeah, it, <laughs> it's like a thing. late 70s and beyond identity. Yeah. And so I feel like that's why I say she's a proto-cream queen. There are 60s movies that I think have... Because like, didn't we say Tina was a cream queen? We did, yeah, actually. And that was only the year after The Haunting. True. I think it's because the nature of the two movies. Haunting is a movie for adults. Horror of Party Beach is a movie for teenagers. And I think that for some reason, you think of Cream Queen as not like a classy adult thing. 
True. Maybe that's the association. Yeah. I don't know. I'm fine either way. Theo's either a proto cream queen or just a full on cream queen. But she, I, I mean, she gets the title either. She way. gets the title. Yeah. yeah, she's just she's so hot. So fuck Theo. You're marrying Eleanor. I'm marrying Luke, and we're killing Doctor Markway. And I'm ignoring Luke. Yeah, and I'm ignoring Eleanor so that you can marry her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna. I'm not <laughs> touching your man. You know. I don't know. I think. Look, it's good. I'm glad we played a game. I'm glad that we've found a location for our party. Because the party's next week. Oh, my God. Less than a week. It's, it's coming up so quick. We have still... Yeah, we have a lot to do to get ready for the party. We've assembled our pantheon, mm-hmm. though. Our Halloween royalty. Our homecoming Halloween royalty has been decided. And yeah. it is Thomason, Shadowfather, the Beast escorted by Brenda, and Kayako. Yes. At Hill House, October 31st. Well, the dance is at Quigley High. This is so confusing. Yeah. <laughs> we really fucked up this metaphor. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert, there is no actual dance. Oh, yeah. I hope, <laughs> I hope if you're listening, you don't think we're actually putting on an event. We're no. not putting on an event with this. this Although, is... it'd be pretty hilarious if somebody actually thought, after listening to all this, that we were putting on an event in which we were inviting yeah, fictional they, they, And they monsters. bought a plane ticket to England <laughs> to go to the house where the haunting was filmed. <laughs> But still, we have a lot to do for this Halloween homecoming dance next week. This theoretical dance. Yes. We have people to look over, uh, other potential invites that are not guests of honor. We have music to decide on, party games. We got to deal with the food, decorations. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot. We have a lot to do before October 31st. Yeah. But stay tuned. Special episode, October 31st, is our Halloween homecoming dance. Yes. It's going to be a rager going to be the party it'll to be a good time. I don't, look i don't want to get anybody's hopes up. i don't want to like start talking hyperbole okay fine here fine it'll be fine and getting everyone's expectations out of control <laughs> you know what i mean everybody like, just show up it'll be just come and it'll be yeah. whatever we make of it yeah it'll be it'll, it'll just be, be. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that's it that's all you need to know yeah. show up and it'll be it'll be so very <laughs> well now now you're setting the expectations high when yeah. i hear something's going to be very <laughs> I I want I expect a lot of that. Yeah. All right, we good? Sure. <laughs> you, you don't sound sure. I'm yes, I'm good. Okay. All right. Fine. 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 <sighs> Andy, I have something I need to say to you. Okay. Fuck you. Oh. Fuck you both. I have something to say to you. Okay. Uh used to be so much better at that you did actually i can can confirm you can hear it is it because i smoked cigarettes <laughs> is that what made me good at that yeah actually yes uh, i used to get a much better creak in it you know and it was a little yeah. deeper Maybe a little and, staccato in there yeah there yeah. was like a it was like a rattle almost too yeah. it, i can't do it anymore it's a shame well I well guess then bye ttfn bye good luck bye good luck